you performed all of your pre-open activities before your restaurant opens for the day. So you sit down, have your morning coffee, and you read the news. You see that the current trend of the price of barrel of oil continues to rise and it bothers you. Later that day, you receive your latest shipment of food. The driver hands you the invoice with a note attached. It says that in a month, delivery charges will be going up. You already know it's due to the price of gas going up as well. At the end of the day, when you send everyone home, you balance your receipts. You notice that you're not generating as much revenue as you did six months ago. It's a safe bet to conclude that due to rising gas prices, more and more people are staying home to cook. Then it finally hits you. The thing you have been trying to avoid all this time. It's time to raise your prices. You don't want to because you love and more importantly value your customers, but this is just a reality you must face in order to keep the doors open. But how do you go about doing that? The process may not be as rough as you think. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life. Let's begin. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Hey, Startup Nation. Do you enjoy the startup life? Now you can let the world know with gear from the show. Choose from the label yourself, make your own luck, and making money t-shirts to tell your story of your path of entrepreneurship. Click the link in the show notes to purchase. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. So based on that opening monologue, you can tell we're going to talk about raising prices in your business. It's not one of those things that you necessarily have to dread. I know you don't want to raise the prices because you think you may alienate the customer base, but if you do it right, uh, it may not be as bad as you think. So today's episode is going to be a little bit more free-flowing, so I won't just... Uh, lay out the uh, segments this time, but just to know that's what we're going to do moving forward. But hey, I hope you're ready to see some great value and let's take flight. Startup Nation, one of the things you can do when it's time to raise prices so that way your customer base won't go on a full mutiny, if you will, is to explain why you had to raise the price in the first place. Let's just start there. So a lot of times, you know, in our businesses, we have like raw materials or we have uh, you know, things that cost us in order to do business, right? You know, the whole cliche, cost money to make money, right? But the thing is, those things fluctuate. Like in the opening monologue, I gave the example of gas. In another scenario, if you're a construction worker or something like that, forgive my ignorance, I'm not in construction, but like if you have, uh, like you're building houses, like, you know, the, the price for lumber may go up because there's not as many trees to, you know, to get the lumber from. Or if you're uh, making cupcakes or something like that and you do um, sprinkles and toppings or edible glitter, I don't know what it is that you do. But uh, if you have those things that the prices go up, then, you know, you can eat that cost for a little while. But after a while, you have to raise those prices. So if you explain those type of things to the customer, 95 percent of them will understand. You're always going to have that 5 percent or 3% or whatever the case may be, who are going to be, you know, maybe not as uh, open to the idea. But to be honest with you, you know, they were probably on the fringe anyway. 
they were probably on the fringe anyway to start patronizing somebody else's uh, establishment anyway. And that's okay because the thing is, it's like in in uh, in business, you you can't get a hundred percent of the market. You can't get a hundred percent likability. If you good, if you can, please let me know how you can do that. But uh, we know that. Uh, really in the real world, that's 100% likability is just really hard to do. So explain that, you know, the cost of what of the materials or the raw materials or whatever it is to run the service or the business, right, or that product, if you will. Let them know that the cost is going up. Let them know that like, hey, you know, I try to uh, figure out other ways to mitigate that. But the fact of the matter is, is that I need this is an essential item for the product and I have to raise prices uh, in order to keep the doors open so you can to so you can even appreciate or continue to buy the cupcake or to buy the house or wherever the case may be in your business. Or even if it's a situation where, you know, you don't have to go into uh, detail, but understand that, you know, explain to the customer, like maybe is a situation where in order to keep great talent and great customer service that, you know, your customers are, are, uh, accustomed to knowing that you may have to raise employees wages a little bit, or, you know, in order to be competitive with your neighborhood, other neighborhood cupcake shop or bake shop, or uh, you know, restaurant or whatever the case may be, you may need to raise the wages of your employees in order to compete with your competitors so you can get the best employees possible, So, which in turn can give your customers the best customer service experience possible. So the thing is, like I said, it's really that customers don't, they don't mind price raises. What they, what they, you know, they don't mind when you have to raise a price, you know, or this, that, and the other. Most of them aren't entrepreneurs, but they, they generally get the idea of the term, that cliche we talked about earlier, it costs money to make money. They generally understand that. What customers don't like is to be surprised. That's what they don't like. They don't like where they come in one day, it's one price, and then you come in the very next time, and then all of a sudden the price jumps. Okay, and so being transparent and letting them know that ahead of time, like say, hey, in two months or as of October uh, 31st, uh, the prices will be going up at this time or, you know, in two months time or in three months time or six months time. However, you feel like you need to do for the strategic nature of your business. Let them know ahead of time. Let them know ahead of time. And I assure you that, you know, your customer base won't be as, as shocked or as upset as you think they are. But if you just spring it on them, eh, you might be in a world of hurt. And you might get some bad Yelp reviews and some bad social media reviews as well. So just remember, Startup Nation, be transparent and just be open and honest with the customer base. And like I said, 95, 98 percent of your customer base will gladly understand. Another way, Startup Nation, that you can kind of help usher in a new price raise or raising that price, if you will, is to offer a discount or some type of sale leading up to, uh, you know, or you know, leading up to, or maybe even right after you raise the prices. Let me tell you something. People love sales, and if you can give something away for free, that's even better. You know, I'll leave that to your discretion, Startup Nation, to uh, how you want to do that. But the thing is, is that you're offering more value, right? And and that's the name of the game, offering more value. If you can relate to the customer that they're going to get more bang for their buck even though you're raising the price, they will also appreciate that as well. So if you're selling, I don't know, if you're selling t-shirts, right? And the t-shirt was $20, right? 
and then you say, oh, we got to raise price, raise the prices or whatever. We're going to raise them to twenty five dollars, you know, and if you do uh, the necessary, letting them know ahead of time, being transparent, this, that and the other, you'll probably you're like I said, you'll probably keep most of those people. But if you're able to say, hey, we're going to throw, you know, for, for twenty five dollars, you'll not only get this T-shirt, but you also get. I don't know, a pair of shoestrings to go in your shoes. Now you're adding value. Now you're appealing to that customer like, okay, I understand that they're raising prices, but at least I'm going to get more now, right? You know, and once again, I leave it up to your discretion, Startup Nation, as far as your business and your margins and how uh, it would be realistic for you to do that. But adding value to the current product cache or adding value to to the current service model that you have allows you to let the customer know that, hey, you're part of this team and I value what you do and your hard earned dollar, I am willing to keep continue to fight for it. I have to keep I have to raise the price, but understand that I'm going to offer you more value now, you know, or, you know, I'm going to add more value to breach that price point that I think that you can ultimately benefit from. And customers will appreciate that. They will absolutely appreciate that. Recently in our business at Owls, we sell online curriculums and lessons. And so there was a, in one of the marketplaces where we have one of our stores, they recently had to raise the price, you know, our, our, uh, our uh, membership fee price. I'm sorry. Uh, they had to raise our membership fee prices. And so what did we do? So usually we have like the lesson. And we have like the uh, video, instructional video to accompany the lesson, right? So we raise the price. And so instead of just the lesson and just the instructional video, we also added like a, an additional activity video or like a mini assessment to that product. So that way teachers who are buying our products are going to get a little bit more value from that price point, right? And granted, you know, true enough, you know, it does raise our margin a little bit, but that's okay. We're in business. That's the name of the game. But at the same time, it's more importantly about adding value to that customer. That customer is now going to get more value than they would have at, say, uh, $20. That customer is going to get more value. So offer to like a sale or, uh, you know, a sale or some type of discount, right? Remember that. Like, like I said, Customers love sales and they love discounts, right? So if you're able to offer more value or at the very least offer them some type of sale, if you will, you can really make uh, a, some really good friends within your, your customer base and they you know least likely to alienate you and your business. Also, Startup Nation, remind your customer base the last time that you actually did raise prices or if this, or if it's the first time you've actually raised prices at all. Because the thing is like now, if you're raising prices every week, this part isn't for you. I can't, I can't help you. Because the thing is, if you're raising prices every week, you know, you probably aren't running the business right and you probably do deserve to lose us customer base. I'm sorry. I know that sounds like terrible, but the thing is, if you're constantly raising prices, you might just be a money grubbing entrepreneur and you probably deserve for the market to punish you in that regard. So this part isn't for you. But if this part is for you, Startup Nation, then let them know that you know that you don't raise prices often. And you and and so when you in doing so, that lets the customer base know that you really did think this out. You really did try to do everything you could to not raise the prices for your customer base. And they will appreciate that. That's the thing. Like, honestly, a lot of times customers are looking for loyalty. They feel that they're giving their hard earned dollar 
to you and they feel like they are being loyal to you and all the customers is asking for is that same type of loyalty in return. Okay. And so when you let them know that you don't raise prices often, you know, whether it been two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, if you're letting them know that, that tells them that, okay, clearly they're not just trying to take my money and clearly they've been doing something right. And, and that's another thing, just to kind of go on a little mini side note, a lot of times, like, you know, if you're not raising prices every week, that means you're running the business right. And so a lot of times people would just be loyal to you because they just want to be part of a winning team. A lot of times people are, are like iPhones because it's not because the iPhone is a superior product. I believe it is, but that's neither here nor there. But it's one of those things where it's like it's not necessarily because iPhone or Apple is a superior product. It's more so because they feel like that's the winner. Something about having the iPhone has a certain sense of status, if you will, or at the very least, it's a very profitable and, and, and uh, successful business. And so a lot of times a customer will just attach themselves to that company because it's winning. And so there's a sense of loyalty. It's almost kind of like having your favorite sports team or your favorite whatever team, right? So understanding and letting the customer base know that, hey, we don't raise prices that often, so we're not out to get you. And so that's reciprocating a level of loyalty to the customer base that they have already been giving to you. And lastly, Startup Nation, before we go to break, let's say, you know, we, we talked about offering discounts and, and sales and adding more value to the product. But let's say that, you know, you just want to raise prices, but you don't want to add more value. That's okay. That's okay. You can do that as well. You don't necessarily have to add value. You're not necessarily obligated to add value to the news price point and keeping it the same. I probably necessarily wouldn't do that, but you don't necessarily have to. And so if you're going to take that approach, then it is crucial. It is of extreme importance that you kind of reintroduce yourself to that customer base or reintroduce your product or service to that customer base. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is, is that you establish with that customer base that your product or service is the best on the market or you make your case why it's the best product or service on the market. Because the thing is, is that if you just raise prices and you think, oh, well, they'll just buy it anyway because it's already good. Nuh-uh-uh, that's not true. And so if you're able to reinvent your sales pitch and remind the customer base that, hey, this is a this is a superbly good product. This is a superbly good service. Okay. We did have to raise the price point, but we will always be mindful of high quality assurance. We will always be mindful of making sure that you get your product or service on time. Our commitment to you as our customer will not waver. It will not change. And that's all the customer is looking for. Honestly, they're, you know, they're, they're looking to be catered to. And that's that's a good thing. Don't be on your high horse startup nation thinking like, why I got to why I got to do this sales pitch over again? Why I got to cater to the customer? Because your customer keeps your doors open. That's why you have to cater to the customer. So don't ever get high and mighty thinking that, you know, you don't have to uh, remind your customer of that. You know, which reminds me of another idea that you can do is have like a customer appreciation day, right? Where you not necessarily have a sale 
or uh, offer a discount or add value to a current uh, product or your cash share products. But you can just invite customers in to let them know, you know, that you appreciate them or, you know, invite them in and have like maybe some some refreshments or something set up. You know, this is letting the customer know that like you are number one. You are important to me. I value your business. I value your patronage. I value taking the time to do business with me. I understand that you have business A and business B and business C, and they are all my competitors. But I appreciate that you come to us. You come to us and you patronize us. The customer will appreciate that. The customer will appreciate that you're taking the time to let them know not only that you appreciate them, but you're reminding them that your product or service is the way to go, that your product is the best on the market, that your product is better than your competitors. And you want to remind them of that. So like I said, if you decide you're not going to do the sales pitch, I mean, do, do a new sale or offer a discount, that's okay. You can do that. You can still get away with that. But you better spend the time to remind that customer that your product or service is the best on the market. So you can do that through customer appreciation, you know, through email blast. You can do that through uh, whatever me- social media, whatever you you think you need to do in order to reach your customer quick and easy. Right. Because they're going to be looking for that if you raise your prices. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. I hope you're getting great value from today's episode. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson and you're listening to The Startup Life. startup nation so let's continue so another thing we can do when we're talking about raising the prices in our business is to raise the rates or raise your prices at like an interval points right for example so let's say you have a lawn care service okay and you know you need to raise the prices ultimately uh twenty dollars for each of your clients okay let's say at the uh before the start of the cutting season, let's say maybe March, depending on time of year or type of, you know, place in the country or world you are for that matter, because we know Startup Nation is worldwide now. But depending on whenever your cutting season starts, maybe before you start to cut 
or whatever, you you send out fillers like, hey, we're going to have to be raising prices soon. And you understand that ultimately you're going to have to raise it by $20. Let's say at the beginning of the cutting season, you only raise it by $10 or $7.50 or let's just say $10 because it's easier and cleaner. Let's say at the beginning of the cutting season, you go ahead and raise it at $10, right? And then maybe by, so maybe by the middle of the cut season, then you raise it to the full $20. Customers will appreciate that as well. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you're not just hitting them with the whammy all at one time, right? You're slowly, gradually raising that price point. And so what does that do? That slowly and gradually allows for the customer to understand and appreciate it or the very least for their pocketbook to get used to it. All right. Because like I said, a lot of times businesses, they just raise prices and they just raise them. Not only do they not let them know ahead of time, they like make it like, you know, just give it the same lawn care service example. Just raise it fifty dollars just off bat and just don't tell anybody. And so they get the invoice in the mailbox. And you're like, well, damn, what do you mean is extra fifty dollars? Like, oh, yeah, we raise prices. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Startup nation. That That's a bad look. That's a bad look because the thing is now you're going to get a bad Yelp review on uh, how you just like to raise prices and don't tell nobody and how you like to raise prices and you're just this entrepreneur, this business owner who's just all about getting the money. You don't care about the customer. You don't care about the service. You didn't add no extra uh, value or fees like you didn't give it like a extra, you know, sweep or sweeping service or maybe you like to put seeds down for uh for fertilizing you ain't offer none of that you're like nah we just gonna we just gonna raise fifty dollars don't do that startup nation that's a real bad look that's a real bad look for your business that's a real bad look on how you do business with your customers because i assure you in this day and age of social media word travels fast and the last thing you want is for people to say nah we not gonna do uh, never to have J&J Lawn Service come cut out y'all. They just like to raise prices whenever they get ready to. So like, nah, 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 we're not doing that. We're definitely not doing that. So Startup Nation, understand that, you know, you don't necessarily have to just raise prices, you know, hit them with that, that, uh, that full Freddy at the beginning. You can, you can, you can stagger it. You can, you know, and, you know, do it in like a, 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 a nice gentle interval, you know, what does that tell the customer? That tells the customers that, you know, once again, you appreciate their time and you also appreciate their value and you also appreciate their pocketbook. Because a lot of times, man, you, you have no idea what somebody's going through, right? It, 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 will, it will be beneficial, you know, and when I say going through, I mean like from a, you know, from an emotional side, but definitely more so uh, for this example, from a financial side, you know, people may have lost their job. People may have had like, you know, their, uh, how much they make go down, may have to find a new job. So it's just one of those things where it's like, you have to be, it's almost kind of like, you know, and I'm not me saying, I'm saying patronize. Now I'm saying patronize your customer base, right? Is you don't want to patronize them and treating them like children. But at the same time, like a lot of the activities as a business owner has to go into that regard. You have to consider their feelings. You have to kind of slowly and usher them into the new price point. Kind of like how you do children, like you're trying to get them to eat broccoli or some vegetable or something like that, right? You have to slowly usher and guide them into it. You kind of have to do your customers a little bit the same way. And that's okay. And when you do that, once again, don't be condescending. Don't talk down to them. 
because I mean, I would say it's common sense, but a lot of times we have to remind entrepreneurs of that regard. Right. So be mindful that you kind of have to usher them into it. And that's OK. So that's another thing that you can do in order to uh, make sure that if you're going to raise those prices, it can be an added advantage if you just raise them at regular intervals and not just hit them with the the full brunt of how much is going to be on the front end. Startup Nation, like I said in the beginning, like, you know, if you do some of these tactics, you know, and some of these methods, you know, when you think about raising your prices, remember I said you're going to get about 95 to 98 percent of them, right? Well, and this is going to talk about that five to three percent that you may not get. You got to be prepared for the backlash. Like, don't be caught off guard or by surprise thinking that you're going to, you know, that you're going to please everybody because you're not. You're not going to please everybody. You could be offering gold in a basket and somebody will find some kind of way to be upset about that if you raise prices. Gold in the basket, you know, I know it's gold and all, but you're going to charge me $5 as opposed to $250? Startup Nation, I'm trying to tell you, that happens. Like, there, there are just some customers you're not going to please. You're just not. When I was back in, in the banking world, they used to tell us that, you know, you want to have customers, you know, so, you know, you go to banking, they offer different type of products and services, right? They have like checking accounts, savings account, credit cards and home loans and, and, and business loans and the whole nine yards, right? The thing is, is that they wanted to, the, the banking world wants you to have as many products and services with them. Not necessarily so, you know, uh, so that they can get all of your money. It's not necessarily about that. It's more so about the more products and services that you have with that particular bank, the least likely they'll leave that bank if like something goes wrong, like a price change, if you will, right? And so this is kind of that same dynamic, if you will, right? Those customers like who will be willing to leave the bank more than likely only had one to two products in the first place, right? So they're kind of on the fringe Anyway, they can go either way. So we haven't built up that loyalty with them in the first place. And so, but 95% of those customers, whether it be banking or in your business as well, most of them, you've probably built that rapport. You've probably built up that loyalty. So it's going to, you know, you can easily, more easily convince them to stay. But that three to 5%, no, that that's, you know, you got to prepare for that. And, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, they were already on the fringe. They probably came into your bake shop maybe once, twice a month anyway or something like that. And that's OK. We can we can replace those customers. We can replace those customers with a new campaign ad or a new strategy or even enter a new market. We can replace those customers. But don't be caught off guard. Don't be surprised when the backlash becomes because it will come. The backlash will come. People people don't like to spend more money than they want to. Right. I, I have, you know, me and my friends, we talk about this all the time. Like in America, people want a hundred dollars, 60 inch screen TV, you know, that they pay for working at a job that they get twenty five dollars an hour and full benefits. And, you know, and based on that, the 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 uh, the the economy doesn't work that way. Money doesn't work. There is absolutely there's more balance on the consumer side than it is the business side. Right. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't earn as much money, you know, as they possibly can. You go get your money, Startup Nation. I ain't saying that at all. What I am saying is that as in business, 
in business as it is in life, everything requires balance. So understand that, you know, if you know that people are thinking that way by having a $25 an hour job and want to pay $100 for a 60-inch screen TV, if you know those people exist, then you have to prepare for that. You have to understand that, you know, you're not going to please everybody. So understanding that you're not going to please every single customer can go a long way. Understanding that some of those customers, you may be able to rein in that five to 3%. They're not like, you know, just done for. You may be able to get a few of them. That's why I said five to 3%, but just understand you're not going to get all of them. And if you don't get all of them, don't get frustrated. It's okay. It's totally fine. But at the very least, you know, when you do that rollout, when you do that, you know, that new strategy or that new price raise, go in it trying to get 100%, but understand that you're not going to get 100% and there will be backlash and that's okay. And lastly, Startup Nation, before we cut out for today, plan ahead. If you're going to raise prices, plan ahead of time. You know, the last thing you, you want to do is to just kind of like be freestyling this whole thing or spitballing or even make brash decisions. Because a lot of times, you know, and I'll go back a little bit, a lot of times if we exhaust all our possibilities before we make that price jump, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes we may figure out a strategy, a strategy to where we don't need to raise prices. That's what good entrepreneurs do. The last, you know, it's always one of those things where you exhaust this scenario, you exhaust this scenario, you exhaust this scenario, you exhaust this scenario, because you know the customer is very important to you. You know that the customer not only values you, but you value them as well. And so you try to find every scenario before you try to raise that price before you get to that point. So good entrepreneurs do that. But if we exhaust all those scenarios and we just have to we just have to raise that price, that's when you need you know need to plan ahead. This is where you do those things where you have a slow rollout or a sl slow rollout interval or you set the sales and this that, and the other. But you know, and, and I'm not going to go back into that, you know, that part of the nation because I think you get the point. I don't want to beat a dead horse. I tend to do that. My wife gets on me about that all the time. But uh, anyway, but when I do say plan ahead, I want you to be mindful of your marketplace. And what I mean by that is what you don't want to do is that when you sometimes when you don't plan ahead, you find yourself having to raise prices a lot again, a lot sooner than you than you wanted to. So let's say you raise prices this month. Right. And then you didn't do it right or you didn't anticipate that there may be scenarios or situations or things in the marketplace down the road that, you know, for a fact, are going to force you to raise prices again. Then, you know, and then you raise prices again and, and your customer looking at you like, well, damn, I thought you weren't going to raise prices. And then you just raise prices four months later. So that five to three percent can easily turn to 10, 15 percent real quick. OK, so understanding that, you know, planning ahead, understanding that, you know, there may be forces in the market that may have to force you to ultimately do it. And that's OK. Like I said, the customer is, a, is along this journey, your journey of entrepreneurship, your journey of your business, the customers along for the ride as well. If, <laughs> I, I swear, I swear they are. If you don't think they are, you need to get out of your business. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. 
the customer is along for the ride with you, right? So you have to be mindful, kind of like how we said about, you know, um, parents and children. You have to be mindful to to kind of anticipate things for them, right? Because they don't want to be caught off guard. You know, and, and I get, you know, you're probably saying, well, I'm the entrepreneur. I be caught off guard all the time. Yeah, that's the risk you take. You're supposed to be caught off guard. That's what this game is all about. So understanding, you know, uh, planning ahead and also backwards planning. If you know that in, in six months that you're going to, you know, have to raise prices or whatever, you know, visualize what that ultimately looks like for you and then plan backwards accordingly. What steps do you need to create in order to get to that point six months down the line? I know Startup Nation, I'm kind of asking you to be like a soothsayer or a fortune teller, but it requires that. And honestly, if you're always monitoring your marketplace, if you're always getting feedback from your customers, if you're always you know, paying attention to your competitors, it's actually not as hard as you think to kind of to have a general idea of where the marketplace is going. Nobody gets it 100% right. So don't put all that pressure on yourself. But if you pay attention to everything that's going on, it's like we always, you know, me and my friends, we always say, if you're always ready, you never have to get ready because you're all you're already in the know. You already know what's more than likely going to happen in these scenarios. So plan ahead, plan ahead, plan ahead. Let the customer know. So make sure you plan ahead, Startup Nation, because it can be, it's one of those things, right? Like playing ahead, I get it, it can be a headache, but it's better for you to have a, a small headache now than to have a really big headache later in the, in the midst of the price change. And like I said, the, your customer base and the marketplace will punish you for it. But your competitors are looking at you too, because one thing you will find out is that like your competitor would be like, hey, you know, they raised their prices, right? We kept our prices the same. Even though behind closed doors, they're probably losing on margins, but that's neither here nor there. But if you plan ahead, it's better to have, like I said earlier, it's better to have that that headache now than to have a bigger headache later. So here's my final take. Business owners and entrepreneurs, they don't want to raise prices. They don't. Now, I know there's a lot of, you know, like I like to call them money grubbing entrepreneurs or business owners that want to raise prices all the time. I won't worry about them because they won't they won't be in business very long anyway. But Startup Nation, the entrepreneurs that I know, the entrepreneurs that are successful, they don't want to raise prices. They don't. They look for every single scenario to avoid that reality. But sometimes that reality is just one of those things you can't avoid. And so we try to relay those things to you in this episode of different tactics in order to not fall into the trap of just being seen as just raising prices just to be raising prices because you want more money in your pocket. So we just talked about planning ahead and we talked about adding value. We talked about making sure the customer is part of the process because the thing is they are part of the process, whether you, you like it or not. They're the customer. They are the ones that put the food on your table. They are the ones who put keep the doors open. There's the one to put the clothes on your on your back and your kids back and this that, and the other. They're the ones that feed your dog with the pup, the Purina puppy child you like to feed him or whatever this case. I don't have a dog, forgive me. But they're the ones who feed your dog. So you have to make them part of the process. That's all that is, Startup Nation. That's all this whole episode is all about. Making the customer part of the process when you raise prices. So when you do raise those prices, like I said, you're going to keep most of those customers. And they're going to ride with you because you kept them part of the process. And those fringe customers that you had, 
that's okay. They can be easily replaced. They can be easily replaced. But just remember that. But Startup Nation, raise prices responsibly. Okay? If I could leave you anything, raise your price responsibly. Just because, you know, you had something at $10 and you say you need to raise prices and all of a sudden it's $40. I mean, that's fine if you want to do that, but you better add some $40 value to it or otherwise the marketplace will punish you for it. So that's going to conclude this week's episode of Startup Nation. I hope you got great value. Like I said, raising prices is not really one of those things that we like doing as entrepreneurs and sometimes it's not really easy. But if you do it right, I assure you the customer will ride with you because, hey, they are part of the process and your path of entrepreneurship. If you want to let us know what you think about the show or would like to advertise on our show, send us an email using the address in the show notes. Subscribe to The Startup Life as it can now be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, The Startup Life.